Welcome to the Ridgeline Podcast. My name is Wyatt Grumo, and I'm a licensed real estate broker for Ridgeline Real Estate. Across for me is Gina Grumo, licensed real estate broker and owner of Ridgeline Real Estate. And she doesn't want to do podcasts today, <laughs> but yeah, I do. too fucking bad. You're just a little brown turd yeah. with a piece of corn in it. Yeah, well, that's the way she goes. Mm-hmm. Septic, oh, we're doing segments teaching definitions and things what in real estate and what they mean and how they work. So today's podcast is on septics, cisterns, and wells. What they are, what they do, why you would need them. Correct. What is a septic system and why would you need it? You need it to get rid of your poo. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) That's an important thing. That is important. So where you would use one, a septic system, is somewhere that there wouldn't be city hookups for sewer so in the county um where new developments might be or where you want to build a house somewhere up in the mountains or whatever they make septic systems which include a septic tank that gets plumbed into your property so when you poo it goes down in there the solids go into the tank and the liquids go to the top of the tank and then they filter out into a drain field correct in case sure. everybody wanted to know about that. I hope you're not eating while you're yeah, listening, listening to, to the podcast. But that's how they work. It is how they work. And there's different types of septic systems. So when you go to build, it is very important to know which type of septic is going to be required at your lot. And that should be part of your due diligence mm-hmm. and your investigations of the lot. Yes. Because there are some that are cheaper and some that are very expensive. Yes, there are. And it depends on maybe you're looking at a commercial or maybe your commercial size size. Yes. Right. And what that would look like or residential, what kind of soil you have determines your septic tank too and the system that it requires. And how do you do that? How do you determine? It's called a percolating test. Oh, actually, it's definitely called a perk test. Yeah. Right? Right. But let's see what it stands for. Yeah, percolation test. I was yeah. right. Percolation. Percolation. Percol. So in the percolation test, a pit is dug yeah. by a backhoe, and a fi- an official, whoever's designated in your area, so ours is the city county health department, you call them, they come out, they look at the soil, and they make a determination of what septic you will have based upon your soil type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so a diagram this is kind of interesting yeah. i actually didn't know this this diagram here that i looked up so they take they do a depth of proposed drain field mm-hmm. and then they fill it with six inches of water it looks like I seems kind of them weird. doing that i hear yeah, it seems kind of weird maybe somewhere else they do that yeah I only remember him coming out and... Digging a hole. The hole's dug. He 
looks down in it. He takes a chunk out and that's weird. All analyzes these, it. Mm-hmm. All these are well. Anyway, that's what we know they do. Right. So that's what we're gonna stick with. Right. Um. But anyways, the percolation test is to figure out what septic that you'll need. Correct. And that is very, very, very important. Yes. Because it can make or break your system. Your budget. And your budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so, septic systems also have a drain field. And a drain field is where that wastewater is pushed out to on your property, wherever it may be. And it, ha- it could be a certain size. So, you may... You want to look into that, too. When they're doing the septic tank, they'll look into the drain field size and what you would need to do for that as well. And that's based upon usually how many bedrooms of the house you want. Mm -hmm. And so when you're purchasing also a house that already has a septic tank, you'll want to get the permit pulled and make sure that you have a septic tank that can handle six bedrooms. Yeah. If that's what you truly have in that house. Yep. Okay. Now we'll move right forward to cisterns, yes, um, which is the clean water, the potable water right. um, for the house. So some things you use for shower, um, your tap water, you know, at your sink, those types of things, watering the lawn, those types of things. Those tanks go in the, to the ground and they go into the house or wherever your pump right. pumps it to. And those are, you want those to be a certain size based off of the amount of occupants of the house, the amount of water usage, those types of things. So those are things you want to look at too, because that can also affect your budget. Correct. And usually you'll see one, two, I've seen three 1500 gallon Mm -hmm. each tanks at a house. Yep. And ideally they're located somewhere convenient for a truck to back up because your water is being delivered by a water company. And Sometimes you can. Yeah, you could do your own. your own. Yeah, you but could yes. haul your own. Yep. It's just nice when it's conveniently oh, located. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I don't. I've actually heard it's not very expensive to have it hauled. No, it's not much more than what you pay here. Yeah. And what's nice about it is that you're getting our city water, which we know what it is. It's being mm-hmm. tested regularly, and um, it's being put in there for your use. Versus a well that, unfortunately, around Great Falls doesn't always have good water, yeah, or very rarely actually has good water. Yeah, doesn't produce mm-hmm. very clean water. No. Um, so, moving right into it, right. Wells, wells, what are they? It's a hole in the ground with a pipe in it, right. and then there's a pump house yes. that pumps the water out of the ground um, from the water table that they find, depending on how deep it is. Right. Can it, in that it can get very expensive very. depending on where that water table, where they find that water at yes. in the ground. Yes. And wells aren't guaranteed water forever. They can yep. go dry yep. and you might have to drill another one or go deeper or. Yes. And that's why I, I do feel like I'm seeing more and more cisterns. Mm-hmm. Even homes that are along the Missouri River where their water is very shallow, mm-hmm. they're using cisterns for good water. Yeah, quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that also brings me to another type of well, which is called a sandpoint well. And a sandpoint well is very, very shallow. And it's usually the stuff that's used or a well that's used along high water tables. Mm-hmm. Um, but are very volatile um, and, you know, not... Aren't they? They don't last no, very long either. No, no, they don't. I think they were cheap 
well that was done yeah back in the day and now i don't hear them being put in very often very often yeah yeah i don't have a lot of experience with wells but just know the types and what yeah. they are i don't yeah, yeah. and they're expensive and that's yeah. why people will do a cistern because it's guaranteed decent water with a well you could drill it and still mm-hmm. not get good water yeah. ever yeah and then you have to spend money on a filtration system right. to make that water even usable usable which even for showering or just mm. doing dishes. Some of that Some stuff. stuff mm. Not even drinkable. Right, exactly. You know? And some you can't even give to your horses around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. you got to look into the. Those are th- definitely things you look to right. look into. Um, so anyway, that's going to conclude our septic cisterns and well definitions and information on property for this podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, if you liked the show and um, want to share it, we would greatly appreciate that. Your referrals and business are always appreciated. Thank you for the, all the support. And uh, if you learned something, let us know. Thanks for listening.